0: You're listening to Nutrition Matters Podcast with Paige Smathers, Registered Dietitian Nutritionist. Nutrition Matters Podcast explores how to approach food and your body in a whole new way. I interview people who share stories and expertise in rejecting diet culture, making peace with food, and discovering a more positive, realistic, and sustainable approach to health and well-being. I'm Paige Smathers, Registered Dietitian Nutritionist and owner of Positive Nutrition, an in-person nutrition therapy practice in Salt Lake City, Utah. I offer free resources, including this podcast, a blog, and posts on social media. If you're local to Salt Lake City, check out our services and availability for appointments and keep your eyes out for in-person groups on mindfulness, intuitive eating, body image resilience, and more. Go to positive-nutrition.com and hit subscribe if you'd like to keep in touch. I also offer online courses covering topics like the science of nutrition, mindfulness, and healing your relationship with food. Check those out at positive-nutrition.com academy. If you like what you hear on the podcast, you can make a difference by leaving a review, sharing with friends and family, or making a donation. Thank you so much for your support. You can also find me on Instagram or Facebook if you'd like to have a little more food for thought at Paige Smathers RD. Thank you so much for listening. Hello everyone and welcome to Nutrition Matters Podcast. My name is Paige and I'm your host and it's just lovely to connect with you. I'm so glad you're here dropping in to kind of check out this new podcast I have. Today's podcast will be a solo episode where I'm sharing something that recently I I came up with and I'm excited about and uh, I hope you find it helpful Before we dive into that, I would always just love to plug, uh, leaving a review for the podcast is super helpful for more people to find the show, and um, it's also very encouraging for me to know that there are real humans who listen. (laughs) I mean, I do know that intellectually, but sometimes it's kind of bizarre because I talk to myself or with a guest in a small room, and then I kind of press publish, and I forget about it. So sometimes it's just really nice to connect with you in small ways, so... I just want to thank all of you who have taken the time to leave a review and also ask if you haven't, um, ask you to just take a few minutes on iTunes to leave a review. That is very, very helpful. As always, it's important for you to know what your resources are. Um, I wanted to just share that the Positive Nutrition blog has a recent blog post kind of helping to highlight and outline some of the most uh, pertinent resources for you who, those of you who are looking for more ideas and ways to explore, you know, not dieting and making peace with food and healing your relationship with food. I have a blog post that I will link to in the show notes, um, providing you with more resources. And it's also really important to recognize that put a lot of stuff out there for free, like the podcast and I blog Uh, I do social media posts regularly to attempt to be supportive for those who are looking for for some more support and more information. And then I also have a few paid opportunities for more resources as well. I have three online courses right now. Um, One is called Positive Nutrition for Life. That is all about healing your relationship with food. That's a really in-depth course that will take you about three to six months to complete. And then I have Positive Nutrition 101 that I co teach with Jesse Hoffman. That is all about the science of nutrition without the gimmicks. And then the other online course I have right now is the Mindful Eating Workshop that I co taught with Noah Rashida, host of the Secular Buddhism podcast. That course is all about some of the core concepts of mindfulness and how those can be applied to our relationship with food. So if mindfulness piques your interest, uh, if you want to learn more about that and you want to know how the, that approach to life and that philosophy can help with your relationship with food, check that uh, pop, that course out as well. And then the other thing to know is that I have what's called the Positive Nutrition Academy, which houses the online courses that I do and also uh, post, or hosts a monthly webinar. So you can either catch the webinar live or you can catch the recorded version. Either way is available through the Positive Nutrition Academy, and what I try to do is I try to kind of switch off between uh, one webinar that's geared toward registered dietitians and providing continuing education credit, and then the other, every other month, is geared toward the lay public with a topic about intuitive eating or um, body image resilience or mindfulness that will help you in your approach to food. So right now, I have three recorded webinars for dietitians, and I have one recorded webinar for the lay public. This coming month, the month of June, I will be hosting a webinar called The Positive Nutrition Approach to Meal Planning. So a lot of times I get questions about how, do, how does meal planning fit into a healthy, realistic, and posi- positive Approach to food. And so I wanted to answer that question in a really detailed, valuable format. So I will be hosting the live version of the webinar on June 25th at 10 a.m. Mountain Standard Time. As always, if you can't make it live, but you still want to join us, you can register for the webinar and everyone who registers will get access to um, the recorded version. And if you happen to be listening to this after June 25th, 2019, just head on over to positive-nutrition.com/academy, and you will be able to see all of the courses and past webinars available there. So this will be about an hour-long uh, training about how to use the how to use meal planning if it feels positive and helpful for you in your approach to food. So that will be a lot of fun, and then the month of July, I will do a, a training for dietitians worth continuing education credit. So keep your eyes and ears out for that. If you'd like to be kind of the first to hear about this stuff, feel free to follow me on social media and or subscribe to my website. Both of those will be linked in the show notes as well. Okay, so with that introduction, I wanted to share something that I came up with recently. um, And maybe it's something that you have thought of before, or maybe it isn't an original idea. (laughs) I'm open to that. Um, But I had this idea recently and I thought, man, that would be a really fun podcast to put out there. And I thought of this about a month ago and I kept kind of letting it marinate and think about it. And you know, the more I thought about it, the more I was like feeling scared to record this episode. I think there's a lot of resistance and, and anxiety that I have about Putting stuff out there, I just have to kind of own that. I feel nervous about saying the wrong thing. I feel nervous about getting called out sometimes. <laughs> um, and I, it was really interesting to just kind of notice what came up for me with this idea. So I don't know why I'm even sharing that, other than to just say, you know, sometimes podcasting is is a little unreal. It's a little vulnerable. It's a little scary. Um, So I'm going to be sharing a little bit about myself today in hopes that maybe it gives you something to think about. And I fully recognize that your experience with what I'm going to share today is likely very different from mine. So in no way am I saying this is the one way to approach it. This is the one way to think about this. Um, I do really hope that this just is a starting point for you to, to think about your own approach to how you make decisions about what to eat. All right. So Just to kind of start off this conversation, I wanted to share that one of the most common questions I get as a dietitian, you can probably imagine, is, Paige, what should I be eating? And I get where this question is coming from. I totally understand why people ask it, but it also, for me, almost feels like nails on a chalkboard because it's like, all right, how many days do you have to, (laughs) to break this down and unpack that question and really... Like dive into really understanding even why you're asking the question. It's it's a huge question. It's not able to be answered in a simple, quick, easy way. However, I think in our culture we tend to oversimplify this question and say, well, you should just be eating, you know, X, Y, or Z way, or from this list and and this other list over here. Don't eat these things. So I think in a way we oversimplify nutrition and making choices about food, but also in another way, we, we tend to overcomplicate it. We tend to make it seem like it's just this, this huge calculation that we have to try to spend all this time to figure out exactly what we've earned and what we need to have and what is good for us and what is bad for us. So with all of that being said, I want to simplify this process of choosing what to eat. And I came up with a little bit of an analogy just to kind of get you thinking. So I believe that choosing what to eat is a lot like choosing what to wear. Now here's where I'm coming from with this. I think getting dressed has a lot of similarities with feeding ourselves. So there are some similarities that come right to mind like it's something you have to do each and every day whether you want to or not. Every day you've got to get dressed and even Sometimes when you kind of lay around in your pajamas, those days that's still choosing what to wear, right? Like even not choosing what to wear is choosing what to wear. Um, And sometimes you might just hang out all day in a bathing suit and so you're hardly wearing anything and that's great too. But every day we need to make the choice of how we're going to put clothes on our body. And every day we have to make choices about how we're going to feed our body. I think another similarity is Uh, with between choosing what to eat and choosing what to wear is that both of those choices affect the way we feel. I know that when I wear clothes that are comfortable and that fit me and that help me do the things that I want to do in my day, um, I feel way, way, way better than days where maybe I wear shorts and it happens to like storm and rain and be freezing outside. Uh, I don't feel as good as when I wear appropriate clothes for the weather. That's just one example. Another, you know, way that that re- relates to food is I'm going to feel very different if I approach a meal really, really hungry and ready to eat versus approaching a meal kind of moderately hungry or barely hungry. I might need I might do better in terms of the way I feel after that meal if I kind of check in with my body a little bit. I think another similarity is that our choices around what to eat and around what to wear also kind of help us function and move through our day more effectively. Okay. So with getting dressed, here's how I like to think about it. Now, again, I feel a little bit vulnerable sharing this because I don't, I don't help people help people get dressed for a living. So I don't really know how other people choose what to wear. I don't really know if what I'm going to say here or share here will be helpful to other people. I'm assuming that the way you get dressed might be similar to the way I get dressed, but, it, but I also want to own that maybe I have no idea what I'm talking about with this, so stay tuned. <laughs> um, however, I wanted to share, for me, I have sort of a loose structure in my head and a, a loose formula, if you will, as far as what I typically like to wear. So in other words, I usually like to wear a shirt, I usually like to wear pants and some type of shoes. Now, for me, there's infinite combinations of that formula that can play out, right? So sometimes my shoes are my chacos that I love during the summer and hiking and, you know, gardening and doing stuff outside um, in the winter. I You better believe, you know, I live in snow country, so I'm wearing big, huge boots and um, wearing appropriate footwear to help stay warm. Or, you know, some days I don't really follow the loose formula of a shirt, pants, and shoes. Sometimes I wear a dress and I don't wear anything to cover my legs. Um, sometimes my shoes are big. Sometimes my shoes are small in terms of, like, coverage, Right. Uh, sometimes my shirt are long sleeves. Sometimes my shirts are tank tops. It just depends on what I'm doing and what the function is and what the weather is. So with that in mind, I'm going to jump to a loose structure with food. Now, please, please, please resist any urge you have to turn this into a rule. Just like it's not a rule that you absolutely have to wear a shirt, pants, and shoes, you can recognize, hopefully, the analogy and the crossover that yeah, that's a loose structure, but it doesn't mean it's a rule. It's just sort of like "Mm, that might be something to start off with and to consider as you're making choices. So a loose structure that I like to start off with with food is to have a very kind of simple formula that is protein, carbs, and fat plus some type of fiber. Now, when When I say those words, you might have a reaction. You might be like, oh, again, another nutrition lesson or someone else telling me, you know, what to eat. Nope, not at all. That's not what I intend here. And if you, side note, if you want to learn more about this simple formula and about the logic behind it, I highly recommend my online course, Positive Nutrition 101. Um, It might help you kind of make peace with some of these terms if you have a reaction to it. Okay, back to the formula. So a loose structure like... Protein, carbs, fat, and some type of fiber I find to be very helpful. Now, it's kind of like getting dressed, though, right? You might throw on some pants, throw on a shirt, and throw on some shoes. And, you know, you might take a look at the weather and say, yeah, I think this will work. All right, yeah, maybe I'll grab a sweater just in case I need that. And then, you know, you're out and about doing your day. I think eating is very similar. You take this loose structure as far as it functions for you and as far as it works for you, but also just remembering in the end, a lot of feeding ourselves is kind of guesswork. Just like getting dressed is sort of guesswork as well because we don't have any assurance that the weather will hold up or that our day will go exactly like we think it will or um, that the shoes we pick will be perfect for the function we need for our day. We have no guarantees about that. In the end, we do the best we can with what we know. We make a choice, and then we move on. I think that food and eating can be very similar. So if you look down at your plate and you say, huh, I think I have protein here. I have some type of fiber, meaning fruit or vegetable. I have some type of you know, carb like pasta or rice or a tortilla or potatoes or something like that and you're like yeah i think i have i think i've got it all here wait a minute i don't have fat maybe i want to add some salad dressing or maybe i want to add some butter or maybe i want to add some type of of fat to my meal that's the general idea now it's not saying you need to look down and assess do i have enough of this and do i have enough of that and oh no there's no protein here i i have to pause and i have to go grill up some chicken No, that's not the intention here. The intention is to kind of have a gentle awareness of what you're eating and then maybe add to it if you feel like that would be tasty, pleasurable, satisfying, and also nourishing for you. Now, I'm going to share with you how I get dressed in hopes that that might help draw this parallel to how we can kind of use noticing how we get dressed to noticing how we can make choices around food so here's how i get dressed i typically take a look in my closet and usually something sort of jumps out at me like oh yeah that looks good i want to wear that shirt today i haven't worn that in a while that just seems fun that seems like it would go with my day and kind of work and function well for me so that's sort of the the typical first step for me is is taking a look in my closet and seeing what looks good Then I ask myself, what else could I wear with that thing that I just saw that will work with what my day looks like, with what kinds of function I need, with how I want to feel in my clothes, with the level of like casual slash fancy I need to be for that day. Um, Also, what's clean, meaning what, you know, have I, did I just do laundry yesterday or is it day six or seven? (laughs) So are my options limited? Um, what does the weather look like today? So that might, you know, change what I choose to add to that one, let's say, shirt that I picked out. So, that's sort of my my process is, ooh, that looks good. What else can I add to it that will work for my day? I think that there is a very high likelihood and possibility that we could approach food in a very similar way. We could say, "Oh, it's it's about midday. Maybe I need to think about lunchtime." All right. Let me open up my fridge. Ooh, that leftover pasta sounds really good. Let's do that. Now, taking a step back and just having a gentle awareness, all right, what else could I add to that pasta to be nourishing, to be satisfying, to help me with whatever I need to be doing for the day in terms of function, um, with how you want to feel, with uh, kind of what's available, what are your options, with... What the realities of your day look like that may or may not shift the necessities of, you know, what you need food to do for you in your day, basically. So I think that there's a real parallel here. And again, I don't help people learn how to get dressed for a living. So I totally own that maybe my approach to getting dressed is very different from yours. But if it is, if your approach to getting dressed is very different from mine, I want you to notice what is your approach? What is your process? How do you choose what to wear? And do you notice any parallels with food? Or do you notice, wow, getting dressed is super simple for me, but choosing what to eat is super difficult. Maybe you could learn a little bit from yourself as far as your process for getting dressed. Maybe there's some things you could learn about how you could approach uh, choosing what to eat. So um, I'm going to just kind of spell out some things that I just said. So with with getting dressed, I like to think about function. Um, What do I need these clothes to do for me in my day? For instance, am I going on a hike right now? Am I working out in my garden? Am I going to work? Am I just hanging out with my kids for the day? Um, Those are all very different activities for me and may require different types of clothing to help function best. Now, how that relates to food is what do you, what kind of function do you need the food to play for you? Do you need to, to have, do you feel like you need to have a nice filling meal because you're about to, you know, go and go on a hike? Maybe you need to eat a different breakfast that morning than a morning, you know, that might have different activities in it. Now, that, be careful to not read into what I just say said. Don't hear me say, well, if you're working out really hard, then you're allowed to eat a nourishing, satisfying meal. But if you're not working out really hard, then you can't. It's not what I'm saying. I like, I want to encourage you to think about the function you need food to serve for you that day. And um, just like you likely think about that when it comes to getting dressed. Now, another thing that comes to my mind is how do I want to feel in my clothes? So, in other words, you know, I don't like to wear something super low cut when I'm going to work. I don't want to worry about, you know, things falling out of my shirt. Um, I don't want to wear really, really um, tight fitting at the waistline pants that kind of cut me off and make me think about my stomach all day when, you know, because I want to be able to be in my body rather than trying than constantly self-objectifying and thinking about how I look. So if I ask myself when I'm getting dressed, how do do I want to feel? And I know I feel different in different types of clothes. And I think that that's a valid question to ask ourselves about our choices with food too. Um, You know, for instance, I, those of you who know me personally, I love Chipotle. I love it so much. I think it's the yummiest food. I know that When I eat certain things at Chipotle in certain quantities, I'm going to feel really, really full. And sometimes I like that feeling and I want that feeling. Other times I don't want to feel super, super bogged down full. Um, And so maybe I'll make a different choice that day um, so that I get nourished. I, I feel satisfied. I feel like I'm eating enough, but I'm not feeling, you know, tired after eating or something like that. So the other question I mentioned when I'm getting dressed, I ask myself is, do I need to be more like fancy or can I be more casual? Um, I don't know the parallel that that would have with food, but I'm sure there's something we could think of not coming to mind right now. Um, also, I, I mentioned, I asked myself, well, what's clean? Meaning like what clothes have I washed recently and what's actually available? That's very much applicable to how we choose what to eat as well. Because, you know, especially when we're at home, and we're looking in our pantry and looking in our refrigerator, it's really important to ask yourself, what's available and what are my options and what is accessible to me right now? Another question I ask myself is, what does the weather look like today? Uh, I live in Utah where, you know, it can go from raining one second to super warm and sunny another to like, you know, snowing another second. The the weather changes really fast here. And so sometimes you look at the weather and you still can't quite know. Hence the guesswork conversation we had earlier. So to me, how this relates to how we choose what to eat, I think it's reasonable to ask ourselves, what are the realities of my day that may or may not shift my choices with food? So I guess my main point here is usually getting dressed is a matter of taking various factors into account, like the mood I'm in, the function I need, the weather, etc. And making a guess and then moving on with my day. Honestly, getting dressed for me usually takes anywhere from like three to five minutes. I usually don't overthink it, and I usually just kind of make my best guess, move on, and just kind of do my day. But I have noticed that when I have something going on in my day where what I wear feels like it matters more than normal, I tend to feel so much pressure. I tend to kind of get into this place like, oh, I have to wear just the right thing. So here's an example. A couple weeks ago, I went on um, my local news station to talk about why, um, you know, the, the perils of dieting, basically. Um, I'll add that to the show notes in case you'd like to check that clip out. But I noticed that as I was getting dressed for that, I felt so much pressure to find just the right outfit and to wear just the right thing. Not to mention the fact that they emailed me with, you know, a list of do's and don'ts to wear and it was very particular and it was very kind of, it just really brought on a lot of like, oh no, do I even have clothes that would work for that? And so that morning as I was getting dressed, I was like, I just, it took me way longer than normal. I was feeling a little stressed out. I was second guessing myself. I was trying multiple things on and I was feeling really stressed. And because I had had this analogy on my mind, I noticed that uh, this this is what happens to me when I feel like there's a right way to do things. Like there's a right way to get dressed for this television interview I'm about to do. So therefore it's up to me to figure out the perfect thing to wear or just the right thing to wear. But when I take a step back, I was able to see that there really is no right or wrong. Even on days where, you know, lots of people are going to be looking at me, there's still no right or wrong in getting dressed. Like with getting dressed. Um, All the clothes in my closet are items either I've picked out or have been given to me by someone that loves me. And I really do enjoy wearing most everything in there. Um, But it's really interesting to see how the pressure to do it just right can lead to complete paralysis for me when it comes to getting dressed. Now, I hope that as we've had this conversation about getting dressed and the parallels with choo- choosing what to eat, I hope you can see how this kind of easy, kind of relatively stress-free process of getting dressed thing for me can go from pretty easy to being really stressful. And I think the one variable that shifts is the is the need or the draw or the pressure for quote, just right or perfect. So I just want to to mention that I, I recognized that, I noticed that, I was able to kind of witness myself seeing such a distinction between normal getting dressed and then high pressure getting dressed. And I think that variable is teaching me something. I think that when we think that there's one right way to do things, it can take something as natural and normal as getting dressed or choosing what to eat and turns it into something that can feel completely paralyzing and really, really scary and difficult. So I just want to say, if you notice that choosing what to eat feels really paralyzing and really difficult, ask yourself, do I notice that there's this, there's this deep underlying belief that there's a right, quote, right way to do this, or that there's a perfect way to do this, or am I feeling pressure that I should be making this choice and not that choice? If that's there for you, I want to encourage you to lean into that and to look at that and to try to learn from it because that's teaching you something. Now, try to recognize and notice and experiment with what does it feel like if it's just kind of free and easy and I have a loose structure of, you know, I want to have a carb and some fat and some protein and maybe some fiber like a fruit or a veggie with my meal, but I just am comfortable with the fact that, you know, maybe maybe I'm going to underdo it or maybe I'm going to overdo it. But that's okay, and that's part of the process, and that's no big deal. Um, If you take the pressure away, do you notice a greater ability to just eat, kind of guess what's going to be working for you, and then move on and and move on with your day? I would guess that there is a big difference between eating under pressure and eating just like with a free and easy kind of loose structure. Now, what I will say is that you – very often will veer from this quote formula that i've given you here based on what's available based on what your day looks like based on lots of different factors that is totally fine think about it like this some days you put on a dress and you don't put on pants and maybe you just wear a top and you wear shoes okay great awesome that veers from the normal formula but that still functions for you based on your day that you know that could be analogous to being to eating a bowl full of pasta and saying yeah i'm not really eating a fiber right now or maybe i don't really have um lots of protein here but you know that's okay i just recognize that maybe i'll be hungrier sooner and that's okay sometimes that's just the choice you make and it's no big deal so i think that this formula is is or this structure or this framework whatever word you like to use for choosing what to eat can really work well in terms of like, maybe you you see something that really sounds good to you and then you just gently check, check in and say, okay, well, what else could I add to that to help it be nourishing and to make it satisfying for me? Just like you hopefully and maybe do with your clothes. Okay, that shirt looks like a lot of fun to wear today. What else can I add to it to help it function for me ideally? So I wanna also take a minute to Talk about clothes in general. So, so far I haven't mentioned the fact that I spend sometimes entire sessions or multiple sessions with my individual clients talking about the difficulties of a changing body and of f- having clothes that fit and of mourning clothes that used to fit that don't anymore. And, you know, sometimes I recognize, basically what I'm trying to say is, I recognize that the topic of choosing what to wear is not as simple for a lot of the people that I work with and maybe a lot of you listening as I've mentioned it here. So I want to own that. I want to recognize that maybe getting dressed is a highly emotional, difficult experience for you. And if that's true, I I am here for you. I feel you on that. You're not an alien. You're not wrong. Um, That's okay. But I also want to encourage you to consider if it's accessible to you, um, finding clothes that fit, whether that's a thrift store or hand-me-downs from a friend or going on a shopping spree, whatever that might look like for you. I think I, I want to encourage you to create an environment in your in your bedroom, in your closet, where you can open up that closet and you can pick from a couple options within each category of something that goes on the bottom, something that goes on the top, something that goes on your feet, A couple options in each of those categories that feels good to you, that's appropriate for the season you're in right now, and that you don't spend your whole day thinking, how do I look in these clothes? How are people perceiving me? And instead, you're able to really exist in your body, look out through your own eyes, and do the things that you're really good at. So I want to just acknowledge I have a lot of of privilege in being able to say, oh, I open up my closet and I just pick what sounds good. I recognize that that's not maybe true for all of you. However, I want you to start thinking about how you might be able to set your closet up so that you're able to have a little bit of a less stressful experience with getting dressed. Um, If and when this might be accessible to you, maybe taking a little bit of an inventory of your closet and filling it with clothes that feel good to you and that help you to not self-objectify and help you to really exist in your own body. Um, And then after you do that sort of cleaning out of your closet and really having great options that fit you and that you feel great in, then maybe start to notice how does it feel to pick out what to wear? How do I make that decision? What is that like for me? Do I notice that some days I have way more difficult of a time getting dressed than others and what is that about and how can I relate all of this stuff that I'm learning about myself with getting dressed how can I relate it to uh, food and eating and feeding myself Um, I always like to say that you know choosing what to eat in the end if we could really boil it down to a couple simple concepts I would hope we would boil it down to choosing things that nourish us and choosing things that satisfy us and if we're doing that, that is going to be, you know, I think ultimately two guiding principles and values that can be really helpful and also just just simplify, something that we tend to kind of make more difficult than it needs to be. And when it comes to getting dressed, you know, if, if you have stuff that you feel good in and that functions well for you, um, I think that those can be two things that at least I would boil my getting dressed process and thought process around. So I hope that this podcast episode about choosing what to eat, what to eat and choosing what to wear, um, as s- similar concepts that maybe you can learn a little bit more about yourself through, I hope it's been somewhat helpful for you. And again, I recognize that maybe I approach this in a completely different way you do. And if so, that is totally fine, but I hope you can take at least one thing away. Thanks as always for joining me and it's so fun to connect and I will see you soon for another episode. Well, I sincerely hope you've enjoyed this conversation. If you haven't already, please go ahead and leave a review on iTunes. Thanks again so much for listening, and we'll see you soon for another episode.